Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and really, thank you very much for your support. This platform is completely and fully dedicated to your success because you're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, you solve problems, you collaborate, you're making the world a better place. I say that all the time, but I believe it in my heart. All right, in the hot seat, John Clay. He's the VP of Threat Intelligence at Trend Micro, and it is a barn burner conversation. You need to listen to it because it's all around cybersecurity, but John never disappoints. Let's get cracking with the conversation. Yes. We need more conversations around cybersecurity. Yes, we do. That's an important topic. If you're in the world of digitally transforming your business, yeah, you need to you need to focus in on cybersecurity. And uh, I can't think of a better company than Trend Micro that uh, will help you along with that journey. And they've been around for a long time. They've seen it all. And um, you need it. You need to really sort of take notes. All right, a couple of points of business. One, you go out to Industrial Talk, which you'll have all the contact information for John and others. Um, We have a series called the Industrial Revenue Growth. I think that's what it's called. I I think it is. It's a series, as you can say, it's it's hot off the press. So I I needed to think more through the, the topic. However, it is out there. It is free. And it is the... In, uh, yeah, industrial revenue growth series. And we talk about, we provide an overview. Just got there. It's just easy peasy. It's on demand. It's sort of like the Netflix of industry. So we talk an overview of what we're looking at. We're also talking about that corporate strategy, why it's important. We talk about marketing. We talk about the technology. And we talk about sales. And this is all about increasing revenue. It is a, you know, many in the the, the world of manufacturing, the world of industry, we are hyper-focused, which we need to be, hyper-focused in how we can gain and extract greater value out of that manufacturing process, out of that industry, out of that, whatever it might be, and have that insights into you know, your operations because it's important. We need to take that same just focus on that whole sales and revenue cycles. There are so many components, and tighten that up. And so and we have a great conversation with Ed Marsh. And again, it's a five-part series. It's on demand. You just sort of sign up, and you just fire it up. If you are awake at 1 in the morning, and you're saying, gee, I wish I knew more about the technology that exists out there in sales, well, you just sort of fire that up, and you listen to it. That's 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 on demand, baby, and that's what the world we live in. It, the Netflix of industry, right there. We're gonna have a lot more, but that that's the first one because I think today more than ever we've got to be keenly focused in uh, surviving and and increasing revenue and figuring out ways of doing that and how to automate it, how to be more efficient at it, and think differently, think outside the box. Right here, industrial talk is all about. That also, Fabtech. Yep, we're broadcasting from Fabtech. That is November eighth. That's right around the corner. November eighth 
through the 10th and uh, Atlanta, Georgia. We have a booth. We're going to be doing our industrial speed dating, which that means we just grab a camera and we go to your booth and we start chirping about the technology that you have there and why it's so cool, why it's so fantastic, why it's so needed. And that's about a four minutes. And then, we, of course, we're going to have a broadcast booth and we're going to be talking to people a little bit more extensive on why they're there, what's the technology, all important, all um, insights into why manufacturing is so cool. How about that? But we're going to be at Fabtech. So if you are at Fabtech, I don't even know what booth I'm at. If, if you are at Fabtech, you got yeah, you got to look me up. Let me see. I'll have it out there on Industrial Talk. I can't remember. It starts with an A, and I think it's but but look us up, man. We're going to be at that booth. We're going to if you've got your booth there, and if you want to have a conversation, a, a live broadcast like we did at IMTS or SMRP or what we're going to be doing over in Barcelona. Yeah, you need to uh, look us up and have that conversation. All right, let's get on with with the chat. John Clay, Threat Intelligence, and I want to make sure you understand. We've got to have more of these conversations. We've got to have that cyber conversation and and help everybody, you know, succeed in this world, especially the digital transformation. And so, this is why this conversation is so cool. And John never, I mean, he doesn't. And we go to the same barber, so you know he's got to be cool, and he's good looking, just like me, just good looking, bald, good looking. But anyway, he doesn't disappoint, and he definitely knows what's going on. So enjoy the conversation with John. John, welcome back to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for, yeah, time in your schedule. I like having this conversation. We're going to be chirping on, on, no, we're going to be riffing on, I don't like chirping, we're going to be riffing on cybersecurity, impact on industry, whatever comes to mind, because we can, and that's how we roll. How you doing? I'm great, Scott. Always enjoy uh, talking with you. We have a great time on these, on these. So I, I look forward to this one and maybe future ones for sure. Oh, you better talk on it. And if you're on video, you'll notice that we look the same. I just have a beard. Just, just look for Scott with the beard. That's me. That, that and, and there he is. It's, it's creepy. Taking off my disguise, Scott. That is. Oh my gosh, it's John J O N. <laughs> So anyway, thank you very much again. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I think that uh, given all the conferences that I've been to and all of the individuals and the industries that I've uh, spoken with, uh, there is, again, the topic of cybersecurity. Uh, we want to go down this road of digitally transform, automate, whatever it is to try to uh, be more efficient. But that, that, in essence, is a recipe for, you know, vulnerability from a from a cyber perspective penetration if you're not if you're not just sort of thinking about it you're just like going down the road and so with that said i think that um it would be great to sort of see where we're at today where it's going and just sort of do that so with that said what do you see in some of the trends that are taking place within industry yeah i mean well we certainly are moving into industry 4.0 right which is <laughs> A more connected industry, more everything is going to be connected. Devices connected. Um, your manufacturing uh, lines will be connected. You know whether your OT network is connecting to your IT network these days uh, because it makes it a lot easier and more manageable for the organization. Right? If you can do remote monitoring, remote maintenance, all of that makes things much easier for 
the the business to run their 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 organization and run their their lines. So I think you know as we move forward, Scott. I was in fact I was on a uh, a talk earlier today. We were talking about 2030. So we're talking future stuff. Somebody thinks I'm a futurist for some reason and got me on this thing. But <laughs> man, um, you know you can see. Uh, cyber physical coming to in, into play, right? Where you're going to have stuff embedded in your bodies, and then you're you're automating the the plants and 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 everything. So the challenge, obviously, Scott, is what that ends up doing, as we've seen in the history, is that uh, the attack surface just grows more and more and more, right? So as new technologies come into play, that's a whole new attack surface for these bad guys out there that can take advantage of them and exploit them. So, you know, the the what we need to do though, obviously, is as we are building these new devices, building this new uh, technology and capability, we always got to have in the back of our mind, what are the risks associated with it? If a bad person or a malicious actor or a nation state actor group gets access to it. But outside of the fact that Every time I have a conversation with you, I don't want to leave my office and I want to curl up just because you, you keep pointing out some really interesting, like new attack surface. That's a new term for me, which makes complete sense. I have a wonderful word picture in my head about that. The other thing is when you start talking about uh, uh, as we become more connected, like you, you, you spoke about people becoming more connected, right? I, I, uh, and uh, yeah. I don't want to be hacked personally, but what? So really, well, the I mean, if you uh, think also about it, Scott, you know, we're going into a global recession, and one of the one of the aspects of a global recession is usually you you decrease headcount, unfortunately, right, for those people. Huh. But you know what we're starting to see is a lot of these businesses are starting to automate, and they're putting in robots, and they're putting you know you've been to all these shows, yeah. where you're probably seeing these robotics. Uh, that are have improved obviously over the years, and they're going to continue to improve. You know, Elon Musk had his robot on stage and and walking and and everything. So, I think you know that's going to be obviously an area that goes uh, moves forward. But but the nice thing also is mm. is people say, well, they're going to take our jobs. But the reality is that you're going to have other types of jobs that come into play for the humans. You're always going to have to have technicians that are going to have to go and fix those robots when they break, uh, reprogram the, the the robots. All of that is going to build. And, and in fact, I think it actually increases people's ability to grow their themselves and, and grow their incomes because these are higher paying jobs and, and, and typically that you get that, that where they're replacing some of the more uh, unskilled labor type. Of See, I, it was always interesting when I have those conversations, you're absolutely spot on. I agree with you hundred uh, percent. I wish I was younger because I mean, really it's it, the world is your oyster. If you can, can repair this automation in some way, shape, or form, make it more efficient, whatever, and be engaged. Your the your career is bright because it's happening. Um, how do you address uh, the vulnerability of all of this connected, you know, machines? Like we 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 briefly touched upon CNC machines. They're every bit as connected, and they're getting more connected. How do we? How do we create a, a workforce that's constantly learning and educating? Because the majority of us, me included, will always gravitate to the shiny. We'll always gravitate to something. But I don't think about uh, 
the vulnerability side. How do you sort of bring that into light? Yeah, I think the first step, Scott, is really to understand what could happen, right? So we talked about earlier, I said, you know, you got to understand that these nation state actors or or malicious actors will target these OT networks and industrial controls because there's there the motives obviously are, are change. So there's a couple of things that um, that we we hear about, right? Is what are they? What's their goal? End game of of targeting these things. So a couple of areas yeah. uh, we talk uh, about uh, five yeah. D's, right? So it's disrupt, disable, deny, deceive, and or destroy. So. That's what you got to start thinking about when when you you have an OT network or ICS devices or robots, whatever it might be, you have to start thinking about what of which one of those Ds could potentially target me, right? So if it's disruption, for example, it's probably some kind of a extortion type of attack because I want to disrupt your process. And if I can disrupt that process and bring it down and you can't run your business, and they ask you, hey, I'll, you know, give us $10 million to get it back and running. You may be interested in paying that. Um, deny, if I want to deny access to something, again, it, it depends on the motive and who's targeting. In many cases, it's, you know, nation states, for example, you're probably going to see more of the deny and or destroy activities from nation states than you're going to see disrupt. Um, disruption and disabling usually is going to be in context with the um, uh, revenue people, you know, people that want profit, uh, whereas uh, deceive, de destroy, deny are going to be more likely more nation states that are wanting to, to do more harm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm writing all this down just because I want to get the five Ds. And, I, and, and now in no particular order, I was right, hanging on every word, uh, disrupt, deny, destroy, disable, deceive whatever crazy yeah i mean and so you know once they they decide who they want to target then the next step comes into play is to start collecting intelligence about those different systems and and what is at play and there's a couple of things that these actors can do there there's a lot of open source research i mean you as you know scott a lot of the uh, vendors of these devices out there they put their their user guides and everything online so yeah. you can learn about you know, how to do things, how to change the configuration just by reading the, the instruction manuals that are all in open source out there. Um, you also, you know, we're starting wow. to see more insider threats. So you, the actors are, are recruiting insiders, disgruntled employees, malicious employees. They're even hiring people into the business that, whose sole purpose is to do malicious activities. Um, so they get a job inside the company. And then the other area that can gather intelligence is from the enterprise network itself. So if I target the IT network, I can go in there and, you know, all these companies have have documentation about their processes, about yeah. their what products they're using. All of that is going to be in, in data inside the corporate network. And so they can go in and steal that information and then and then obviously they do their education at that point and figure out what to do. How do you, how do you keep ahead of all of this? I, you know, if I was a uh, just a mom and pop manufacturer, small to mid size, whatever it might be, how do, how does how do I keep ahead of this? What's what's the practical steps? Because 
hey, I I, I want to be more efficient. I I want to take advantage of this industry 4.0 digital transformation juggernaut. What what is your recommendation? How do you help? I mean, where yeah, do you think, start? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. It, education obviously is the first step. Um, the good news is I think uh, CISA and some of the U.S. government agencies have put out a lot of good information about protecting ICS and OT networks. And um, you can go to private industry like Trend Micro, for example. We do a lot of education. We just, uh, we talked CNC, right? We just published a research paper on uh, CNC, which is computer numerical controlled devices. Right and there. all the different information. We've got videos on the landing page that you can follow and yeah. listen to if you don't want to read the whole report. Um, that we even show attacks targeting a CNC device. Um, so you know that's so education is is probably first and foremost. The second step, Scott. But, is, but I'm going to interrupt real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you right now, the education that's available out there for me, it goes right over my head. That's one, two. I'll fall asleep. So I, I try, I fall asleep. Is there a way of being able to educate on this topic that can be consumed by me, Joe Sixpack? Yeah, I, I mean, Scott, that's that is one of the challenges, obviously. And you know, you might look at YouTube because there's a lot of people that do um, webinars and they post that stuff on on YouTube, and you might try to find a you know. Uh, OT attack 101 type content um, that can give you some of the, you know, somebody will obviously has probably already put it out there, some of the just generalized information um, that, you know, but then you probably at some point you want to call in experts, you know, consultants or vendors that can help you. And then that brings about another thing that just, okay, I'm already stressed because you use multi-syllable words in this doggone you know, cyber world, right? That's one. And a lot of this stuff is, so I'm already stressed there, but I know it's important. I got to find somebody to trust. I mean, I, there's a lot of shingle uh, people out there saying, hey, we're into cyber. Well, we'll protect that. Yeah. And and I'm not trying to impute anybody, but there, there's. Well, you one of the challenges we've had. Yeah. One of the challenges we've had, Scott, take, take an example of the cloud. Um, cloud right. infrastructure, right? So Amazon and and uh, Microsoft Azure, AWS Azure, that has come on strong over the last number of years, right? And one of the first things that that we found out very early on is that you can't take traditional cybersecurity products and just uplift them into that environment and think they're going to work. You, we actually had to develop and build native controls for that environment. And I think the same thing we're starting to see happening in the OT uh, ICS you know area because organizations are are they already have some of this cybersecurity stuff and they think oh we can just drop it in to an OT network and it'll be fine not a chance it's a unique environment that requires specialized tools um, just like you know these these manufacturers they they have to use specialized tools for a lot of what they do the same is true with software and the same is true with with cybersecurity you do need some specialized tools so i think and that's where again it gets a little challenging especially for a mom and pop who probably don't have the the um the knowledge uh nor the the skill set nor the probably budget 
to deal with this. And that's where I start talking about more on the MSP, uh, managed service provider type of model where you actually hire a company and they manage everything for you. They implement it, they, they monitor it for you, they take the actions for you, and you just, you, your job is to run your business, not run your cybersecurity. And that's, and that's where I think we're gonna be seeing in the future some more growth areas. Um, because again, these companies just don't have the, the the skills and the knowledge and the budget to to manage it all themselves. And so, you bring in the experts like and that. let them do it. See, I like that 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 approach, and I think that uh, many companies in in multiple areas that uh, have to sort of address that managed uh, model. Because if if I'm a manufacturer and 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 I have to maintain my assets, but I don't have people on board. There are companies that can provide that ability to maintain those assets. The same thing can exist within the cyber area. And I think that that, like a specialist, like, yeah, okay, we'll yeah. go here. Um, you just, again, it, are there, are there standards? Let's say if I, if I'm an MSP, whatever, right. And I provide that security capability that, how would I go about evaluating the quality of that organization? Yeah, that's a good question, Scott. I, you know, unfortunately, there's no like UL rating <laughs> yeah, for sure. for these firms. Um, you can obviously you can go and look at data from some of the third parties that may um, put out information. So, like Gartner, for example, has a lot of their 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 quadrant. On different areas. Um, there might be one for MSPs and you can see who's in the top quadrant. The challenge with that is a lot of MSPs are small mom and pop shops. They're actually small businesses yeah, in yeah. supporting the local economy, the local business set. And so you kind of, you're probably going to have to go and do some due diligence in terms of finding those those um, local ones, but then there are some definitely some some bigger vendors in this space that do more of a, uh, a regional and then maybe even a, a country level aspect. But um, those tend to be a little bit pricier and maybe a little bit more um, uh, challenging, I think, to to work with. But they they also though are probably more sophisticated in their controls and they can they can they have the te the, the people and and um, technology that is that is needed to, to deal with this. But, but again, you know, maybe start small and then work your way up if you don't find what you want. Yeah. If I was a manufacturer, I, I, I would try just, I'm thinking through it because why not? I might as well put that hat on. <laughs> um, yeah. I would want to get a baseline, right? As much as I don't want to see it. Right. Uh, I, I would want to get sort of a, a general overview of that quality of my my security layer or whatever it might be and be able to sort of have that clarity so then I can sort of think through an avenue to achieve but do you agree it's like whether you like it or not and uh, that's a tough one but you do need to have that insights into your your network yeah yeah. And I mean, we're starting to see regulations coming out. You're starting to see a, a number of policies that are coming out of the U.S. government, for example, in this space. So a lot of those are are um, tied to U.S. government uh, networks and stuff and, and have not been applied out to the private industry yet. 
but you'll probably start seeing that happening. So again, educating yourself and, and looking at some of those controls that, that the U.S. government is putting in place um, might be a good idea to start bringing into your business uh, early, because if you don't, yeah. you might get caught off guard when some law or something comes in or regulations comes into play. So I'm out on your website, trendmicro.com. Yeah. Of course, she sent me the link to that uh, CNC, which is yeah, there's, you should see a research button at the top. And if you do that pull down, that's where all of our research is. And we've done, we do tons of research on industrial mm -hmm. IoT. We've had over the years, we've done stuff on cranes. We've done stuff on um, uh, uh, agriculture and, you know, the, the devices used in those places. Um, it's it's, it's so, fun to see just uh, massive amounts. Yeah. And so... From my perspective, I could go to Trend Micro. I can root around. I can do the little drop down. I'm I'm on it. I could see the resources. I, I, it, it's all there, and I can just begin that journey and or do a little uh, do a little search and then find maybe some targeted uh, content. Yeah, exactly. From, you know, exactly. Because I, you know, I don't. We can't make it hard to find the information. We can't make it uh, difficult to understand the information. And if you make it in such a way that people are saying, "Oh, I, I I see the picture. I'm painting that picture in my head," I could go the next level, right? It's it's a it's a journey in that sense, and then realize that there's going to be a point where you're saying, "Okay, I'm I'm educated now. I got to find somebody to collaborate with, trust to be able to." But if you're the realities, if you're in the digital transformation, you see the value. You're pulling data off of equipment. You're trying to improve the quality, whatever whatever that strategy is. That's all about being connected, and that is all about um, how do you protect yourself from nefarious behavior. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up. We've got five Ds out there. We've got uh, some strategies around who they want to target. And I think, from my perspective, from a simple perspective, I think that uh, if I would go to trendmicro.com and find out some research, there's a great place to educate. I think that that's I, – I think the parting shot is uh, you're not alone. There's some good trusted people out there, companies, resources, and uh, it's all there. And, and you have to – whether you like it or not, you have to do it. You have to figure it out. Or yeah, and like you know, Scott, you know, uh, Trend Micro, we formed a company called TX1, yeah. whose sole purpose is to look into the IT, OT, ICS areas and figure out how to protect them. And so they're already producing products that are very simple and easy to use uh, and can help an organization out there. So, you know, we, we continually invest in innovation and continually invest in, in people and, and technology. So I think, uh, like you said, they're not in it uh, for themselves or by yeah. themselves. They have trusted partners yeah. that come like us. Yeah, yeah. see, and I, I do like that. And, and and granted, I mean, Trend Micro, you better be in it. You better continue to sort of research because it doesn't stop out there. Now, no, we've been in it done. for 34 years, Scott, and uh, we'll continue for the next 34 years. And and one thing we know, we, we dedicate ourselves just on security, cybersecurity. We don't buy other companies that aren't in, in cybersecurity like some of our peers have done. But uh, we'll continue to do and fight the good fight out there and, and try to keep the attackers out of your networks. Yeah, I like that. 
that's a noble cause. I do. I, I really, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and and uh, because I'm, I'm all into the innovation and the technology and how that is going to help us be better manufacturers or industry, whatever it might be. But the reality is, it's, it's got to, we got to protect it. We got to, we got to make it frustrating to penetrate those, uh, you know, OT. Exactly. You know, yep. please, you know make yep. it hard. All right. Scott, it was a joy. I enjoyed the uh, conversation. Excellent. Let's do it again. Heck yeah, man. John, that's John. Trend Micro is the company. We're talking about uh, a lot of uh, cyber stuff. We're going to have all the contact information for John as well as the 5Ds, so fear not. It'll be out on industrialtalk.com. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Thank you very much for joining. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And boy, I'll tell you, I really like talking to John. He knows his cyber stuff out there. And and again, Trend Micro and, and Team Trend Micro, fingers on the pulse. If you're in the digital transformation game, which you should be because everybody else is, and if you're not, you, you better look into that. You need to secure that network. And I'm telling you right now, you need to reach out to John or Team Trend Micro, you can navigate those waters. Get the answers you need. Go out to Industrial Talk. All the contact information. Don't come tripping to me and say, I can't get a hold of John. You can and you must and have that conversation. It's painless. Come on. It's painless. All right. We have that sort of Netflix approach to uh, industry education. And we're all about making you succeed or figuring out ways of making you succeed and giving you the information to, to be able to do that. And so we have that uh, Industrial Revenue Growth Series. There's going to be more. And this is with a great, great professional called Ed Marsh. And we have some handouts out there. We've got stuff that you could just start getting engaged and sort of taking a, an assessment of your business and then figuring out a roadmap so that you can ensure some, 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 you know, resiliency in the future. That's right. Go out. Industrial Talk. Click on it. Yes, I have to ask for your email because if you want to watch it at 2.35 in the morning, for whatever reason, you can. There you go. I need it. I need to send that email link to you. That's it. Nothing fancy. Nothing, nothing too big. All right. Go out. Find more. All right. Hang out with John. You know I always say this. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. John is somebody you need to hang out with because you're going to change the world. We need you to change the world. We need you to be successful. Thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And as you know, we're going to have another great conversation of another professional right around the corner. So stay tuned. We will be always there for you.